Hello, 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 hello. Welcome uh, to the new podcast, One Man, One Tree, and a Hill. Uh, my name is Jared Waters. I'm your host. If you do not know me, welcome to one of the first introduction episodes of the podcast, One Man, One Tree, and a Hill. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, now, I'm gonna, not going to lie. This is my, uh, I would say this is my 17th attempt to make this podcast because I thought, you know, I could just talk for 30 minutes. And turns out when I look down, it's only been seven minutes. So I'm going to tell you why I started this podcast a little back history about me and what we look forward to bringing to the podcast. Uh, like I said, my name is Jared Waters. I'm a two-time wrestling champion, a kindergarten teacher, stand-up comic, originally hailing from uh, Florida. Now I live inside New York City, what we call the Big Apple, what Michael Jackson said. Why? Why? Dead and purpose, human nature, why? Duh. Does he do me? And he says it somewhere in the song. Oh, yeah. If this town is just an apple, then he says take a bite. Yeah. So this podcast might be me randomly singing and stuff like that. But before I did this podcast, I'm still doing a podcast with my dear friend, Jose Lito. This podcast is called Which Way Is Up. Right now we're on hiatus before we start season two, a podcast where we talk about current events. We talk about life. We talk about that, which is it's kind of easy when you're working uh, with someone else to talk to. But that's how this podcast formed. Um, I met a comic, a regular person. His name is Gabe Morales, and we were talking about being alone, what it feels like to be alone, and how we love being alone, and how sometimes we don't realize when we're talking to ourselves, it feels like we're talking to ourselves for a long time, but it really isn't that long. And I realized that the most fear, common fear that we read inside this article, I read inside this article, is that people don't like being alone and people do not like being alone with their own thoughts because that's when they start having doubt, questioning their motives in life, questioning, uh, am I adulting wrong, questioning, am I doing things, uh, am I doing the most that I can? And I was like, you know what, maybe I should do a podcast about that, about being alone, finding different things when you're alone because when you're by yourself, it's hard to come up and create with different things so as we grow throughout life throughout this podcast i want you to grow with me and sometimes it might be a crappy podcast but i'm just going to get better the more times you do things the more things you can get better so that's me i've been in new york city this is my third year going on my fourth year um i moved here to be a professional stand-up comedian i was a stand-up comedian in florida and i pretty much reached the ceiling of my growth I was already headlining and featuring throughout the state. And I was sitting there thinking, talking to this really old, old club owner. His name was uh, this club owner, and we are talking about stuff. And he's looking at me and goes, uh, Jared, what are you trying to do? And this was in de- December of 2015. I made up my mind in December 2015 I was moving. And it was December, like talking during Christmas, and he goes, "All right, Jared, what are, when am the next time I'm going to see you?" I was like, "I'm moving to New York in August." He goes, "What? Why?" And I was like, uh, "Before I could say why, he goes, I personally don't think you're ready to move to New York. I think you should stay here for two years and grow as a comedian and everything else." And I told him, respectively, "You know, I really don't care what you think. I respect it, but I don't care right now. I'm betting on myself." I believe in myself. I I can bounce around from place to place, and I know 
that when I get to New York, God will figure everything out. I'll figure everything out. And with God's journey, I think I can make it. And he looked at me in my eyes. He goes, I could bet on a dog who can bet on himself. And I think sometimes, especially in life, you got to bet on yourself and you got to realize, you know, the hardest thing about gambling, uh, I'm not a gambler. I, sometimes I'll gamble just like on like little stuff. But the hardest part about gambling that I was reading this article, the hardest thing about gambling is just throwing the dice. Having the stones to throw the dice because the outcome is the outcome. Whatever happens in life is going to happen. But having that guts to throw the dice and be like, whatever happens, let it roll. So I took my car. I took my Toyota Camry. And I drove out of Florida, which is very hard because it takes like six hours to get out of Florida. <laughs> and I drive out of Florida, stop in Atlanta, Georgia, do a couple shows in Atlanta, Georgia at the Laughing Skull, the show called The Secret Show. And then I'm talking with my cousins, talking with my uncle, my uncle Jake. We talked about it, and he's like, yeah, go to New York. So after I drive through New York, I stop in North Carolina. I go to North Carolina, visit my family. I talk to my aunt, my aunt Deed, and she prayed with me, and she goes, yeah, I believe this is it. You're going to Harlem. I was like, yeah, just like Red Fox. So we stayed there for a couple of days, and after I went to North Carolina, I drove to D.C., and I stayed in D.C. with my other aunt, Aunt Johnsy, and we talked about New York. I talked to my Uncle Billy about it. and like, yeah, we're proud of you. Keep going. So I waited to leave the house around 12 a.m. because I listened to a podcast where Tracy Morgan said when he moved in New York, he moved at 2 o'clock in the morning so his neighbors wouldn't know where he was at because I had preconceived notions that New York is dangerous, which it can be. So I left at 12 o'clock in the morning, got to New York around like 5.30 in the morning. No, no, no. I left around 11 o'clock, so I get there around... I left at 10, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. Yep, I left around 10. I got there around 3 o'clock in the morning. I uh, didn't know how to park or anything else. So I was parked on the side of the street, took everything out of my car, didn't have a U-Haul, packed that car up. And I was like, well, I don't know where I'll park, but I see the sign says I need to move it by 8 in the morning. So I got up at 7 in the morning, and I was like looking around, couldn't find a spot, and I noticed every car parked on the side of the street. So I was like, I just parked on the side of the street, and everyone moved their car to the left, and I moved my car to the other side of the street. And I said, yep, I'm in New York City. So like I said, I'm a kindergarten teacher. I taught kindergarten, uh, I was like, oh, eight years. I've taught it, um, I taught when I was in Florida. And when I got to New York, I was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't teach. You know, I'm going to be fully focused on stand-up. I was like, you know, maybe I'll try something else, try another field. But when I put out my resume, you know, I was getting just from uh, Indeed.com, all these other places, I was getting feedback. And then I went to, I just got, I've been, I, Oh, before, I had my own apartment. I moved to Harlem. My brother's wife uh, was his girlfriend at the time. She goes, my friend's moving to New York. My brother goes, good. They're moving. My brother's moving. They're going to live together. So I already had a place set up, beautiful place. Uh, we split like the split the house in like half, and I took a half, and she took a half, which was very great. And then, yes, so then so then I was like just living there. She was already working. I was like, I just can't be no, no black dude without a job, so I got to go look for a job. So I was applying for different places. I was like, maybe I'll be like a, a teacher's assistant instead of being like a teacher so I can have more time to do stand-up. Uh, so then next you know it, I applied for this job in Brooklyn, and they bought back. They're like, yeah, we'd love to have you, but uh, we want you to teach. We don't want a teacher's assistant. You have the great experience. Come over. Let's Let's do it. You're in the final part of the interview. I was like, all right, cool, F, right? Dope. And then, I'm, you know, I live in Harlem. I was like, how far is Brooklyn? Holy F, Brooklyn is like an hour. I'm like, I wanna, that's an hour on a freaking train. I don't want to do this every day. Holy Moses. So I, I go to this job interview, 
And I was like, well, you know, I'm good at interviews, you know, stay quiet, you know how to, I know how to sell myself. As I get to an interview, I'm sitting down, like, would you just wait over here, please? You're Jared Waters? Yeah. Uh, Jared Waters could just stand to the left. I was like, all right, cool. So I stand to the left, and I was like, just sit here, we'll wait for you. I had my nice little uh, button-up white shirt that I wear to every wedding that I go to, and it has these brown shoes on, so I'm clean as a whistle. And next you know, these two girls pop up, and I was like, oh, who, who, oh, you guys work here? They go, no, we're here for the interview, too. I was like, oh, that's crazy, because they told me that this is the final interview. Yeah, yeah, they told us that, too. We're in our, we're, our, we're finalists for the interview. I was like, oh, so what the, they got three people interviewing for one job? And the girls go, oh, my God, we hope somebody gets it. One of us will get it. We hope everyone gets it. And since they don't know my personality or my jokes, I say, yes, one of us will, because this is the Hunger Games. Only one will survive. And they just, like, for the whole interview, like, oh, my God, this guy is really crazy. And uh, <laughs> so we get inside the interview, and most of the interview you had to bring make two lesson plans, I made two lesson plans, and uh, they break it down, they're like, Jerry, you sure this is for kindergarten? Yes, I was doing it in my kindergarten back in Florida, and I was like, okay, good, and then the second thing they do is they make you see how well you can interact with the other staff people, so I was like, all right, you got to interact with the staff, so they put you in situations to see how you react, now most of these girls, they just came out of college, so they didn't have really experience on working with people. Now, before I worked at, uh, was a kindergarten teacher, I used to teach at Disney World, right, this little program we had, and I worked at Disney World before that. So Disney World has four keys, uh, safety, efficiency, courtesy show, and that thing is about being a nice person and always welcoming someone's idea and adding on to it, never letting that person feel like they are less than. So I already knew how to be a team player. Even if I didn't agree with something, I'll do it. So they had this excuse me, scenario where a disgruntled teacher has a problem with you and you have to defuse the situation. So it's my turn. And I was like, you know, I had a situation where the teacher shows up late. The teacher, you know, he's cursing and everything else. And I was like, oh, I asked the teacher, like, how long have you been teaching? Because I've been doing this 10 years, so I'm stuck in my ways. I was like, can you mind mentoring me so I can learn from you and we can learn off each other? And they're like, oh, wow, there's a different approach there. Yeah. And all the other girls are all like, you are unprofessional. I'm, <laughs> I'm writing a report against you, everything else. I'm telling the principal. And then the second scenario we had, you had to watch a teacher teach a lesson, right? You had to stay in this room for 40 minutes and watch her teach a whole lesson and write what she did right and what she did wrong. So I'm watching this lesson, and as I'm watching it, I look outside and I say, oh, that's the teacher who's teaching the lesson. So I said, we're going to critique her to her face? That's not, that's, no one would ever do that. So as they're, as they're welcoming the lesson, I know that's the type of window it is that you can see inside there, and they're recording everything. So the girl who's teaching the lesson, you had to tell her to her face what she did wrong. So all these, the two girls are telling her what she did wrong, <laughs> how bad her lesson was, and it was my turn. I was like, you know, what grade is this? She goes, this is second grade, and I was like, all right, well, uh, what time did you teach the lesson? I was like, maybe lunch. I was like, you know, I never taught second grade, so, you know, this is a learning experience for me. But I thought, you know, the good things were this and this and this and everything else. I think that... You know, I would rather s sit in another lesson to see how it goes. So all the ladies, they love me. They like, oh, my God, Jared, uh, we want you They call me back. We want you to do a final interview. I said, well, you told me this was final. We want you to come back. We want you to teach in front of these kids. And I was still just like, oh, F, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, can I get a week to think about this? So they said, well, we'll do it Friday. I was like, no problem. So I still have my application. And, and then on Thursday, a school calls me. And it's the school that I work at now. And they're like, hi. I was like, hi. I said, we saw your resume. Would you like to come in for an interview? I was like, yes. Uh, can you tell me where you're located? Like, right in Harlem. I was like, holy F. Three stops away from my house. So I uh, get to the interview. A whole lot easier. Uh, he's talking about yourself. And then 
talking about yourself, and then I was asking them about some this, this program that they use that we did in Florida. Just God willing, everything fall into place. Because before I got to New York, I prayed. I said, God, leave me like a baby. So whatever happens, I know it's you, and knowing that I'm here for a reason. So I get inside there, and they said, the only thing we have is second grade. And God willing, they hired me on the spot. I said, can you start tomorrow? I was like, all right, cool. And the teacher that was in my classroom, they switched it to second grade, which was a very rough <laughs> grade. And then that's how it started. So I'm just, uh, yeah, this is this podcast is, uh, that's pretty much about me. Uh, the podcast is, or like we said, this podcast is called One Man, One Tree in a Hill. It's about being alone with yourself and alone with your thoughts and like catching different, rele- I wouldn't say res- re- revelations, but yeah, it could be catching revelations. Or just taking the time to just finding, figuring things out alone. Because I feel like when you're alone with yourself and you're hearing yourself, you're like, oh, maybe this is a sign. You know what I mean? Maybe this is a sign. And also, I was talking to a friend. His name is Dan Cummings. Dan Cummings runs this podcast. One of the top ten podcasts in the country called Time Suck. And he's a stand-up comic. And we sometimes he takes me on the road. Very nice guy. He took me on the road to Tampa, Florida. We're sitting back in the green room. And I asked him, I was like, how did this podcast start and he was just like you know I was a comic in California and you know it it wasn't really working out I was kind of getting like faded out and I was like let me start this podcast and I put all my energy into this podcast the podcast he's by himself and he's bet on himself and he's like you know what I'm into I don't know what everybody into this is a big country and turns out a lot of people are into like history I was like oh wow so I was like you know what maybe I'm gonna start a podcast I'm gonna just do it by myself I already have my one uh Jose Lito that I love but I just want to do one about just like just being by yourself, like figuring things out. I want it to be tough. And he goes, the hardest part about a podcast is doing it by yourself. No one to talk to. I was like, wow, I like that experience. I like living my life like tough. I mean, this is a hard experience. This is my 17th time creating this one episode right here because I could only talk about something for five minutes. And now we're what? F. We're freaking 15 minutes in this thing. Woo! Come on now. Yeah! Uh, sorry, I get a little excited. And I was like, why don't people want to be alone with their own thoughts? You know what I mean? The great uh, urban philosopher, Nate Dogg, he said in the song, he's like, never leave me alone, never leave me alone. If you don't know Nate Dogg, he made that song, uh, I got rose, I got hoes in different area codes. And he made a, he feels good, things are going well. He just might be the president. He's the head of state. Or he had that hold up. Wait. That's Nate Dogg. But I, my favorite song of Nate Dogg is he's singing alone outside. And I think, I don't know what it's about. Some gangster song about some girl, some get le- girl leaving a gangster. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, never leave me alone. Never leave me alone. Leave me alone, never leave me alone. <laughs> the video's funny. I'll put the link inside there. Nate Dog, never leave me alone. But I was like, I like being alone. I like the, I like this being alone. So yeah, so that was me making it to New York City, and that's how I started this podcast. So uh, every other two weeks, me and Jose, we still do our podcast, which way is up. But this podcast will be me. This is me alone with my thoughts. And also, it's not just me by myself. So it's going to be me interviewing random people throughout New York City. Some people will be my friends. Some people are colleagues, coworkers. And just talking to them about, like, what do they think about when they're alone? 
You know what I mean? It's learning a little bit about different professionals and everything else. That's what it's going to be about. Also, this podcast is an unofficial but official review of the TV show One Tree Hill. If you don't know, One Tree Hill is a, a, a drama about uh, some Caucasian and one black uh, students in high school. I think I don't know. I don't really know. My sister loves the show, and everyone on Twitter loves the show. And I've never seen a full like the full thing. So I was going to review an episode. So this podcast might be an episode about me being alone. <laughs> oh, wait, F, that doesn't sound right. It's going to be an episode about like what's going on in the world. That's there. It is one man, one tree. It's about being alone for your own thoughts and analyzing the world. So I'm going to be analyzing the world, what's going on for that week. Then the following podcast might be me interviewing someone that I met that's interesting. Then at the end of the day, we will be reviewing One Tree Hill episodes when we don't have that. So that will be the whole gist of the podcast. So uh, this is our prelude, or we could say episode one of the podcast. My name is Jared Waters, and I look forward to doing this every day. If it sucks, it sucks, but I promise I'll get better. One thing about me is... I'm not a quitter. I'm not a loser. I'm not a a dude that just gets down. I believe you keep punching something, eventually you're going to knock it out. So I'm going to keep chopping at this tree. Uh, it's only 17 minutes. I tried to do this 17 times, and it came out to be seven minutes. So I'm getting a whole lot better. The hardest thing about life is talking about yourself because sometimes we feel like we're not interesting people. But F it. Farah uh 2020, I'll see you there. Turbo.